What up, YouTube family? Happy. Oh, I'm I'm not gonna. So today's so today's Sunday, but I don't know when this is gonna go live. Um, but anyways, today I'm bringing you guys back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. 14 G's in 30 days. First wholesale deal. I'm gonna have him share with you guys his stories, the whole entire process, how I found the sellers, how I found his buyers, how she's able to close on it, all the struggles, and hopefully this video adds some value to you guys. And if it does, please show me, my guests, some love. Boom, smash that thumbs up. If you're new to the channel, welcome to the Wholesale 2 Million family. Be sure to boom, smash that subscribe button and turn on smash the bell notification. No further ado, put your hands together. Smash that thumbs up and welcome my guest, Kevin. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's going on, Kong? Hey, man. Hey, again, man, you're, you're a big inspiration on me, man. Every time... Let me let me tell you. So uh, I, I feel like even though I haven't like talked to you personally before, man, I I, I promise you, you you're like a mentor to me. Like like I I, I, I listen to you every day. Uh, I, I work overnight. Um, I listen to you every day on my uh, on your podcast. Like it, even though it's like it's like the same podcast, I listen to it over and over and over to just make sure I get it. But yeah, man. Bro, thank you so much for the kind word. Thank you so much for the love and support. Congrats. You're here. You made it to you made it to the first subscriber, first wholesale dude interview, baby. Hey, hey, hey. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the invite. So, Kevin, let's share with everybody kind of the story. Obviously, how did you discover wholesaling? And then just yeah. just, you know, maybe a little bit, a little background by yourself, and then yeah. just take us through the journey, bro. All right. So um as far as uh, when I discovered wholesaling, um, it's, it's, it's crazy. So uh, the first time I discovered wholesaling, I didn't know it was wholesaling. Um, I went to a seminar for uh, Than Merrill. You, you know Than Merrill? Mm -mm, no. Oh, well, he, uh, I, he goes to like, like a bunch of different cities, uh, like across different cities. And like he, he pretty much uh, pitches the idea of wholesaling and you know flipping homes or whatnot and uh it's a free seminar and uh it, you get all this information and you, you you get all the excitement of it and then at the end it's like yeah so you, wait, you wait, wait 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 what it's a free seminar but at the end there's a hook right they're trying to hook of course of course of course every time so, every time yeah so i mean so the thing is you guys gotta understand here let's be real and i really want to point this out all right to everybody there is no free. Right. For example, you go to Costco, you get those free sample. It ain't free, man. It's free. But the thing is, they they they, they make they, they give you a little taste to see if right. you like it so you can buy the package, right? Exactly. Exactly. So when when because I hear the infomercial people say it all the time. Well, you know what? Um, I don't have enough time on this, but I don't have enough time in this YouTube <laughs> video, but click the link, I'll take you to a free webinar. You yeah. guys, there is no such thing as free, but you gotta understand. That's where self-investment comes in, you know? Yeah. So they share with you, they spend the time, they share, share with you the knowledge and that, and nobody forced you to buy anything. Yeah. Now it's up to you at that time. But one thing, I, one thing I gotta tell you, if they tell you that this is an easy sit back, push of a button, boom, makes like, cause I see people in shop, uh, um, drop shipping the dude, the dude, they do this all the time. Automatic, automatic, you know, you put a little <laughs> bit of money in every single month. Right. You just sit and push Boom. the button and it spits too. Right. Dude, you know, when they pitch you that, better run, baby. Because 
anything, anything that you want to make big money, you got to put in a massive amount of work. Definitely. Okay, Kevin, Definitely. take it over, bro. So, um, so the, uh, at the end of the seminar, they, uh, they, they let you know, yeah. uh, yeah, come to the, come to the back and, um, it's, uh, it's $200 to go to the next seminar. <laughs> so, um, where you'll get more information, I guess. Yeah. So, um, from there, uh, I'm, I'm still interested. So I, I go and pay the 200. So I leave and they give you all, all these like booklets and, and all this stuff, stuff that I actually still have. But uh, they give you all these booklets with all this information. And um, I still don't know that it's wholesaling uh, at, at this point. This is probably in uh, the end of 2018. So um, uh, I, I go home and I do research. I do research on just the whole situation. So from, from there, I find out what's, what's gonna happen is from from the seminar that uh, that I just paid two hundred dollars at the end of is going to go to another seminar that's going to give you more information. But then it's like uh, it's another pitch, it's another hook. <laughs> so from there you go, from there you're going to pay like twenty thousand. So I'm like, yeah, I don't have that money. <laughs> so uh, so I'm like, yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. So I just put it put it to the back burner. I'm like, yeah, I I, I can't do that. So. So, um, so Kevin, when was this? Because I want people to understand understand the time frame here. So when it so when so when was it that you went to the um, the first seminar? That first seminar was at the end of two thousand eighteen. But wow, hold on yeah, a second. Yeah. Wow, so end of so end of twenty eighteen. And now before, but uh, now before, to, to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but uh, to to let let you know from from there when after I went to the seminar and I found out what the cost was I was like I can't do it so I just I just let it go I, I didn't think I, I really didn't think about it again gotcha okay so end of 28 okay got it so before you guys start dropping the comment below listen I paid so when we got well for those of you who don't know the story I probably don't tell it a lot but when, when the wife, man, I came home one day and the wife said, hey, Colin, we're going to go and get into fix and flip houses. Because we didn't know anything about wholesaling, right? Mm -hmm. The only thing that we think that you can make money from real estate is either be an agent. And my wife and I are like, you know, we're both high school dropout. We're, we're probably too stupid to pass a, to pass a stupid test. So right. you know what? We are going to go fix and flip houses. Right. And we pay, um, so we pay, I think, $7,500. Mm -hmm for a three day seminar, 7,500, right? Now, listen, ever need to succeed is here on my YouTube channel, on other people's YouTube channel, like, like the info is out there, but it's up to you right. to put in the work and educate yourself, right? And put in the work to make it happen. But yeah. there are people that, there are people that don't wanna go to the store, don't wanna buy the ingredients, right? Yeah. And go home and cook the food themselves. So guess what they do? They call up the restaurant, they place the order, and they came and pick up the food. And you got to eat the food, right? Like, I can't eat the food for So they're basically, like, they have never done the business. Right. But they, they tell you, like, they have done the business and obviously trying to sell you to me. Now, that is wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you say, that, uh, that's the talkers. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> the is talking. Again, I, I let it go from there. So uh, where I got actually introduced to wholesaling where I understood what it was um 
I, I believe it was, uh, I want to say it was Max. I want to say it was Max Maxwell. It was either Max Maxwell or Tony the Tony the Closer. Okay. It, it was it was between one one of those guys and uh and they they just made it clear what the concept was and I was like all right yeah yeah I want to get into real estate and um they of course uh it's it's no money to get into it uh it, it just I, I know it's gonna take something and uh and I and I and I just know this uh that like when people like pitch things like this, that it's, it's a whole bunch that goes into it, you know, that they're not saying. Um, so uh, I, I just, uh, you know, YouTube University and uh, try to find out more. Um, I, I think I came across uh, another, another person, um, Noel Randall. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of her before, but uh, she, she, she just broke it down in depth on a YouTube channel and um, then I came across, uh, I started listening to podcasts because uh, they, they were just like, yeah, you got to, uh, I was listening to uh, Max and he was like, yeah, you got to, uh, you got to obsess about it. So I, I was just like, man, uh, this was in November of this year okay. when uh, this happened. Uh, when I, yeah, yeah, 2020 when uh, I found out, yeah, this is wholesale, wholesaling. So um, I, I just lock in from like the beginning of November to the end of uh, November is when I uh, got introduced to uh, Luke Medez, his uh, his podcast. I started locking into his podcast and your podcast, and so I started I started listening to uh, both of y'all's just back back to back, just locking in uh, his as far as just the whole process of wholesaling, and then I, I realized that. Um, this is a thing about like talking to people and, and you were really good at that, like talking to people and like just the whole uh, talking to the seller process and uh, the whole negotiation process. So, so you were like my like key mentor for that, you know, like I, 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 key, I keyed into you and I, I listen to every podcast, every, every uh, uh, Friday cold call hot seat. I was, yeah. I was listening to that like crazy, man. And um, I listened to that for like a month straight, and I'm like, I, I can't, I can't keep listening to this. I gotta, I got I gotta go do it. Mm. So um, I, I paid. Um, I, I started a mentorship with uh, Luke Medeiros, and um, and he pretty much just broke broke down the process, everything that I needed to do, and uh, I, I just, I just started uh, driving for dollars. Um, this, this started uh, like mid. I wouldn't say mid, probably the last week of November, I started uh, driving for dollars, and um, and I j I just started driving for dollars crazy. So I, I probably racked up about uh, maybe uh, a thousand leads between um, the end of November, the last week of November, and the first week of December. Uh, I probably racked up a, like a like a thousand leads, and I was like, I got to start calling. <laughs> so I was like, I, I got all these leads, and I I can't I can't get to the money if I don't start calling. So I I started calling um, probably like first week of December, and um, that's when I got uh, my first like hot lead. All right, and and it, it, it's crazy. Um, 
because I, I know everybody is different and um but i i knew what i knew what was important i i knew what was going to get the deal it was talking to the people that's why i keyed into you so i felt i felt i felt like i was comfortable with that so um i really only called like 20 numbers huh <laughs> I call oh, like smokes. Wow. I only, only call like 20 numbers. And out of those 20 numbers, I only talk to like five, six people. Dang. <laughs> okay. So you got so you got so you you so you're driving for dollars. You got about 10 or I'm sorry, a thousand property? A thousand yeah, weeks? yeah, uh, yeah. A thousand properties I racked up on Dale Machine. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So for yes. those of you, if you um, you know, if driving for dollars is one of your methods. A method um you know it's actually pretty cheap deal machine is an app that you must download it'll, it'll make Definitely. the process a lot easier Definitely. um so i'll leave the link right below for deal machine for those of you who want to check it out you can yeah. get a 40 so with my link you get a 40 dollars credit to try and a 14 days free trial and if you like it you can continue if you don't you can disconnect but deal machine for those of you who drive for dollar i highly yeah. recommend okay Definitely. so you Definitely. got 1,000 leads and then, um, Kevin, what do you use to cold call? Is there a dialer system or did you just call one number at a time on your phone? Yeah, I, I just call one number at a time. Like I say, I only call like 20 numbers uh, yeah. to, uh, to, to get to that first, that first lead that led to me getting a, a contract signed. Okay. So, um, okay. So 20 call. Okay. So let's talk about the conversation between uh, you and the seller. So, um, he, he actually, uh, I left him, a, I left him a voicemail because uh, if, if they don't pick up, I leave him a voicemail or if it's a, uh, if I know it's a mobile number, I send him a, send him a text message. Gotcha. Okay. Now, Kevin, what does your voicemail say? Um, uh, hey, hi, how you doing? My, my name's Kevin. I'm a, I'm a real estate investor looking to buy properties in the uh, New Orleans area and, um, um, and uh yeah yeah if, if you have any properties that you're interested in selling then uh please give me a call back uh because i'm i'm interested in I, I i um i have a cash offer pretty 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 much that and uh, i i just leave it at that and uh he gave me a call back and um I just started talk, talking to him i asked him if he had any, any properties that he was interested in selling and the crazy thing was he he didn't tell me about his property. I just asked him if he had, uh, and uh, this was like a key phrase that kind of kind of resonated to me about what you kept selling, uh, what you kept saying, uh, like, like in your uh, Friday uh, cold call hot seats. You were asked um, if they had any properties that they were interested in selling. You didn't ask for a, a specific property. And um, I, I said that I, I said that to him, and he told me about his sister's property, his brother's property, mm. and um, he just started talking about theirs. And uh, we came to a conclusion that uh, that his sister's property I probably wouldn't be able to pursue, but I, I definitely would be able to pursue his brother's property. So uh, I got his brother's information, and um, and that's. That's uh, that's actually the deal that uh, that I closed on his brother's property, but then um, just in in this conversation uh, with him, uh, after he told me about those, uh, I told him about the actual property that I called him for, 
And he was like, well, yeah, yeah, I, I'd be interested in selling that one. So uh, that's actually a, a, um, a second contract that I got um, in, wow. in this, first, this first 30, 30 days um, that uh, I'm still working on that one, actually. Um, uh, we'll talk about that one later. So, uh, so I got the information on, on that property too. And um, so from there, uh, I got off the phone with him. He was like, call my brother. Uh, he pretty much told me the information about his brother's property. He told me how, how much he, he, he bought it for. Uh, <laughs> crazy. Um, and um, he was like, yeah, he, he, he's a hard head. He's a hard head. He, uh, he, he might be hard to get, get through, but uh, I know you want to sell it. So, um, so I call up his brother, uh, just, just thinking he about to be a hard head, but I'm, I'm not about to handle him any different. So I'm, I'm just talking to him. I, I, I built, I, I built like crazy rapport with the, uh, uh, the initial seller. And um, like we, we, we was like, he pretty much like my uncle talking to him. <laughs> nice. No, okay. So um, now Kevin, yeah. so the brother property is the one that you close on that you made 15 or uh, 14,000 on, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now let's go ahead and talk about, uh, so what's the ARV on that property? That, uh, that property, the ARV on it was uh, 150. 150. Okay. Yes. And how much was the rehab? The re uh the rehab was about um uh, fifteen fifteen thousand. Fifteen k. Yeah. Now how do you now how do you estimate the rehab? Now Kevin, did you meet the did you meet the seller at the property or or was this done all over the phone? All over the phone. Okay. So how yeah. do you know to estimate fifteen thousand for rehab? So um I just talk um so the uh that that seller was the was the brother, so um so from uh. Hold on, hold on real quick, uh, Kong. Let me uh, get my charger real quick. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, no problem. So you guys, if you have any questions, uh, leave the comment right below. And I know at the beginning there, where we're just, you know, kind of jibby-jabby and not talking and not getting straight into, you know, the whole details. And the reason why I want to point, I want to talk about the whole seminars and all that. I don't, because a lot of you go to seminars, I just don't want you to be sour because you got to understand the person that makes the decisions is you, right? So don't blame on the seminars, this and that person and so on, blah, 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 blah. Because, yeah, you yeah. know, the biggest things about an entrepreneur is, I think, is that you got to take responsibilities <clears throat> for your own action, right? Whether it's the right mistakes, uh, you know, whether it's the right move or the wrong move, you have to own up. And that's, you know, and to, to me, that's very important. Uh, you know, to, to be a good entrepreneur, you, you can't just start pointing fingers, but anyway. Okay. So, uh, keep going, Kevin. Yeah. So, um, so I called the brother and, um, I'm, I'm talking to the brother and, uh, uh, as soon as I'm talking to him, he was like, yeah, uh, my, my, uh, my brother told me about you, that you, uh, that you buy houses and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to sell my house. I want a hundred thousand. <laughs> he, he told me that, uh, out, uh, out the gate. So, um, me already having knowledge about the, uh, about his property from talking to his brother, uh, he told me he got it for 60,000. Okay. And, uh, but this was years ago. This was like 10 years ago when he, when he got it or right. so. Um, so, uh, he was like, yeah, I want a hundred thousand for it. So I just started talking to him about the property and, uh, just trying to get, uh, a sense of, uh, 
what the repairs might be. And uh, he he's uh, he he does work uh, like on properties, kind of like contractor work or whatnot. Mm. So uh, he 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 worked on the property itself. So I was just asking him, you know, how how much would it take for him uh, to 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 you know have it up to like twenty twenty standards and be able to list it with a uh, with a realtor. And he was like, uh, yeah, if I had about ten thousand, I'd be able to. Uh, listed because uh, my cousin is a realtor and he told me yeah yeah all, all you need to do is this and that and uh, you, you'll be good to list it so he was like yeah if I had 10,000 I'll be able to you know just list it so I, I just took that I just took that number because uh, I was I was just gonna just use that as leverage so I was like yeah it, it was gonna cost 10,000 so that was before I even went into the property this, this is just in conversation so um, uh, I was like, all right, so uh, I got all the information. I was like, well, let me get get back to my uh, get back to you. I'll, I'm going to uh, call my team manager and um, discuss it. And and I'll come back to you with an uh, a offer. So we got off the phone and maybe an hour or so went by and uh, I gave him a call back and I told him uh, I told him 70,000. And uh, and he was like, um, he was like, nah, man, I I need uh, I need eighty five, I need eighty five. Oh, matter matter of fact, uh, matter of fact, I'm sorry. Before before I even jump jump to that, um, I I, I worked him down and in the conversation from the hundred thousand. So uh, I was like, all right, so it's gonna take ten thousand uh, put into the property. So uh, what would be the lease that you'll be able to take for it? So he was like, probably, probably the less I be be able to take it is uh 85. He was like, that that's gonna be the least I take for it because I could just take 10,000 and put it into an enlisted. I was like, all right, cool. So um uh, I just took that 85 number and um I was like, I'm gonna give you a call back. So then I when I gave him a call back, I told him 70,000. And he was like, uh, you know. I was talking to my wife. Uh, yeah, let me talk. Let me talk to my wife. I I, I could probably do seventy thousand. I was like, yeah, you talking about a hundred thousand in the beginning, and it was so I worked working down to the seven thousand just too too quick. So I was like, all right, shit, I probably should offer them less. But uh, um, I was like seventy thousand. That's cool. So he went talk to his wife, and uh, they was like, what about seventy five? I was like, ah, I'm I'm not sure if I could do that. Uh, I'll have to uh, get back to my team manager and see see what I could do. I, I'll try my best for you though. So uh, I gave um, we got off the con uh, we got off the phone and I just sent them a contract for seventy three, and uh, and he signed it. <laughs> so uh, that was the first contract signed right there. Wait, so now okay, so Kevin, right when you got off the phone with the seller. Mm -hmm. Did you call him back to, to present the 73,000 or did you just send a contract for 73? Uh, the, the last time when I got, the last time when I got off the phone with them. Yeah. 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 So I, now nah, I just sent them the contract for the 73. Okay. So the seller said, okay. So you, so you said, Hey, Mr. Seller, would you do 70? He said, let me talk to the wife. They came back and told you, no, we can't, but can you do 75? Yeah. And you said, well, I don't know if I could, I, I would have to talk to my team manager. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me after that, you didn't call him back. You just go ahead and email him a contract for 73. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, because I already knew he was. I already knew he was going to take it, and I, I I felt like that was a fair amount already. So I was just like, uh, I was just. Sure, but 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 my question for you is, Kevin, is why didn't why didn't you call the seller back and present the seventy three, but instead you choose just to email it over to him for seventy three? Well, I I, I I gave him a call. I gave him a call back, and I and I I let I let him know that I I sent them the best offer that we could, that we could oh. give them. Got it. Got it. Okay. So you call him back. You didn't mention the number. No, no. I just told him that we, we, uh, we gave him the best offer that we could. And I, and right. I told him, uh, I told him just to check his email. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Cause I don't want people to listen here and get all confused. Okay. So yeah. it's under contract for 73. Yeah. And what did, and how much did you send it out to the buyer for? Uh, the initial number was 98. 98 G. Mm-hmm. Okay, my next question is, what is how much is the earnest money, man? Uh, two thousand. Two thousand between you and the seller? Uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. Uh, between me and the seller, no, a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay, so the earnest money for those of you who don't know, lock to lock the property up on a contract with the seller. Okay, it can be ten dollar, it can be one dollar, right? But there got to be some kind of a money in exchange yeah. to make that cut contract legit. So in this case, Kevin put a hundred dollars earnest money down to secure that contract with the seller. And how long do you tie it up for, bro? Uh, for thirty days. You tied up for thirty days. Okay. Property is it vacant? Seller living in it? What, it what's the? Uh, it, 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 all right. So uh, the seller stays in Texas. Okay. And um, uh, yeah, and we're we're in the, we're in New Orleans. Gotcha. So it's vacant. So, yeah. So it's vacant, and it's just hard for him to keep keep sure. up with it, and and all that and it uh it had it uh it doesn't it needs a, a new hvac gotcha yeah gotcha, yeah HVAC. so the property's vacant you got under contract for 73 you initially sent it out for 98g where do you mark so where do you market to find your buyers uh facebook facebook marketplace uh facebook facebook groups initially gotcha yeah, cause uh, the marketplace it was a, it was a bit um, cause just being new at it, uh, I was like maybe I don't I don't want to see the I don't want the wrong person to see, it, you know, <laughs> so uh, I was like I don't want it to be that public to put it on the marketplace. But initially, I uh, I uh, after that I did put it on the marketplace and got okay. interested buyers as well. But when I put it on the Facebook group, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, so Kevin, so you put it on the Facebook group. And then you didn't catch, you, you can get any interest party. Then you decided to go ahead and put it on the Facebook marketplace as well. Well, I put it in the Facebook groups and I got a lot of interest to, and a lot of interest in it. Um, initially, like the first day, uh, I was getting a lot of interest in it, but I just was uh, looking for, um, well, let me just go through it. So Initially, I put it on Facebook groups and I got a lot of interest on it. Uh, like I got people to come. Uh, I set up an appointment for like buyers to come look at okay. it, a buyer appointment. So uh, that was maybe two days after that, after okay. uh, I locked the property on the contract. Uh, I put it out to the buyers. I got a, maybe about 10, 10 interested buyers okay. that wanted, wanted to come look at it. So um, I set up the buy appointment for two days after that. That was on that was on a Monday when I got okay. the contract signed. So I set up the buy appointment for Wednesday, and um, for all the buyers to come look at it. 
And uh, so that first day I got a buyer to come out, uh, the first buyer to come out and uh, he looked through the property and everything. He assessed it, he do contract the work and all that. So he, he, he know the cost for everything. So uh, he walked through it and after the walkthrough, he was like, uh, yeah, so we're gonna, gonna take care of closing costs, this, that, and the third. So, uh, all right, would you take 93? I was like, uh, well, I got other buyers coming, come and look at it. So uh, I, I'll, I'll let you know, but I, I definitely take that into consideration. Um, and even like when, cause I'm building rapport with, with him as well. Um, cause you know, I got that just from uh, just learning about wholesaling, just to build rapport, not only with the seller, but to build rapport with, with your buyers as well. So I'm, I'm talking to him throughout the whole walkthrough and um, he, he's kind of, uh, uh, he's kind of trying to introduce me to his little, uh, his, his kind of program that he has, you know, with like teaching, teaching wholesaling and flipping houses and, and stuff like that. And I'm interested, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, talking something through conversation and, uh, uh, I don't really want to get into his program. So, uh, so he offers the 93 and I, I go, go about the rest of the uh the buy appointment uh maybe two three more people uh come by and they offer maybe something uh in the 80s so af after that he uh shoots me a, a message on facebook and uh he says uh How, how's your walkthrough go so uh do we have a deal so i was like uh well i, I still have an appointment tomorrow but um because i also had other buyers that couldn't make that appointment so um i scheduled another walkthrough the following day so i was like i'm gonna I'm check out those but uh i'm definitely interested in yours so uh just just hold on another day and we could probably uh go go follow through so the next the next day goes and uh those buyers don't offer more than his. So I was like, yeah, so let, let's go ahead, go with yours. I sent I sent them the contract. So when I sent them the contract, so at 93, that would have been 20, that would have been 20,000. So I sent them the contract. We, we like I said, I built good rapport with them. So I didn't wanna, uh, and, and he's familiar with wholesaling. So he does wholesaling. So I sent them, I just sent them a regular assignment agreement where he was able to see what my uh, assignment was. So when he seen the assignment, he was like, oh man, that's uh, that's too much. I, I usually uh, do the most assignment 12,000. I was like, the most assignment 12,000? How, how, how you gonna dictate like what my assignment is? Like, like you didn't do the negotiation uh like with the seller like you you was okay we did the walkthrough you did your assessment and you was okay with the 93 so i don't understand what what the problem is at this point that you just see that oh i'm about to make twenty thousand. that's you shouldn't be making that much and now that, that was just the the craziest thing to me um so uh he uh so from there i just let him know i was like well i'm working with a partner and we're splitting it so that that's why it, it has to be that amount. 
he was like, oh, well, and I, and I told him like, uh, like my partner wanted to do a double close, but I was like, we, 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 uh, we was really, I'm just telling him, I'm just telling him this. Um, so I was like, my partner wanted to do a double close, but I was like, ah, I kind of want to be transparent with you and just do a regular assignment agreement. So he was like, oh yeah, I really, I really respect that. And I appreciate you doing that. So uh, this is what I do for y'all. I, I go up to, um, instead of the 12,000 assignment, which would have been 85, he was like, I do, um, I do 14, bringing it up to 87. Um, so I was like, well, I got another buy appointment. I, I'll, I'll let you know. So we left it. We left it at that. He was like, uh, "All right, if that falls through, we still we're, we're still good for 87." So I was like, "Okay." So I go through the next buyer appointment, and that buyer, he he's good for. He was like, "Yeah, I, I want it. Um, uh, let's do it for 92." So I was like, "Okay, we we could do that." So I sent them. Um, Foolishly, I, I sent him the assignment agreement too. I should have tried to do a double closed in, but I still wasn't fully like knowledge uh, on the double close, like the full process of the double close. I, I really fully wasn't sure like how how that went and like that I probably would have needed money up front that I didn't have, you know. Uh, so I still wasn't sure how how that process goes. Uh, I might need you to uh, uh, verse me on that one day, um, but I still don't know like if you need like a certain amount of money up front or if you need that full amount to like pay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so the, the thing is, Kevin, mm -hmm. I got you, bro. Okay. I got you, and and for those of you who's watching, I'm gonna help you guys prevent how the yeah. sell, how the buyer is trying to renegotiate with you on the assignment. I'm going to try to help you with the whole double closing, how it works. But let's talk about this, dude. Okay, so you got a buyer that's, that, that accept, that said, hey, 93, I'm ready to go. Yeah. My question to you is on the first buyer, you sent him the assignment agreement, then he saw how much you were making. Yeah. And then he trying to renegotiate. Yeah. Okay. You guys, those of you who's listening, listen, there are buyers out there that are worried about how much us wholesalers are making and they trying to dictate and they trying to get greedy and they like, hey, I don't want to pay you. When they agree to the numbers that it's, it worked for them, but as human, listen, as human, you know, when, when, when people see that, yes, they get greedy and they're like, hey, I, I don't want this person to make that much, okay? Your, as an entrepreneur, is not to get sour, it's not to get pissed off at your buyer, but get creative as now you'd be like, well, how can I prevent this for the next thing? Because some of you, you know, you come across the buyers, you know, so I just want to share with you kind of, kind of how I operate. When I come across that buyer, now I know who, now I know what kind of buyer I'm dealing with. So right. in the future, I like, Hey, how can I, how can I prevent this mm -hmm. with this buyer? Either you can, you know, go work with another buyer. All right. But, you, but you got to get creative. Yeah. Okay. So my, my next question to you, Kevin, is on the second buyers. The second buyer said he, he can do for 92, right? Yeah. You send him the assignment agreement. And then what happened, bro? Um, he so was like, what? Uh, so he just said that he needed, uh, he just needed a couple of days for, uh, for his funding. 
So I, I just said, okay. Um, so he, he still didn't sign the uh, assignment yet because he said he needed a couple of days okay. uh, to get the funds together. Okay. So I, was, I just said, okay. Um, so that was on a Friday. So the weekend went by and, um, and uh, I checked back in with him that, that Monday and, uh, and he was like, he's still trying to get it together. And he's kind of just dragging. He's kind of just dragging. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's kind of just dragging. So I, I kind of, I, I just, I just let him know. I was like, look, uh, I got other buyers interested. So if, if you can't, you can't, if you can't move through uh, with this, then I'm gonna have to uh, go ahead and go with another buyer. So uh, he was like, oh, I, I understand. Um, I'm just trying to get the funds together. And he, he's just dragging and uh, he, he kept dragging maybe for like a couple more days when I, I kind of just brushed it off and went ahead. And that, at that point, at that point uh, is when I put it on Facebook Marketplace, you know, and just try to shop it to more buyers. And, and I just kind of didn't want to uh, spend too much time. I, I was like, man, I, I'm just trying to go ahead and get this closed. So uh, I was like, I went back to that previous buyer and I was like, uh, so how fast can you close uh, from that 80 uh, on that 87 number? And uh, and he was like, yeah, I, uh, I can close uh, like January 8th. So I was like, all right, well, let's do that. So I got him, I got him to sign the uh, assignment agreement and sent it to the title company. And uh, he just did another uh, like uh, walk through to check the uh, piping or whatever, and that 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 went good. So we we was just waiting on that time to to get everything closed. And my initial okay. and my initial closing date with the seller was the thirteenth of January. Gotcha, got yeah. it, bro. I got you, dude. Okay, so the first buyer, obviously going back and forth. You went back to the first buyer. You said, "Hey, let's go." I'm. Um, I can go ahead and do with the 87, which is a $14,000 assignment fee. Yeah. Okay. Got that, bro. Okay. And your buyer puts down a $2,000 non-refundable. Yep. Okay. Got it. Now, here's what it is. Okay, man. On the assignment agreement, on the assignment agreement, there's two There's two ways to do this. On the assignment agreement, I don't know what, what assignment agreement that you use, but on my assignment agreement, you don't have to put in the assignment agreement how much you're making yeah you're just yeah putting in the assignment amount you just mm -hmm. putting in the assignment agreement you're just putting in how much they're purchasing it for yeah so in this case you would have put ninety three thousand, mm -hmm. and then you would have put um you would have put buyers drop off a two thousand dollar non-refundable yeah okay and then so in my assignment it doesn't show how much you're making it just right. shows how much they're buying and then before like i don't know man what once they drop off that non-refundable, right. within the next day or two, I will send them what's called an addendum. Right. The addendum is going to say how much the assignment fee is. Now, at that time, if they want to back out, they, they're they going to lose their uh, deposit. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, damn. So, that's so, that's how, so that's how you hook them. And typically, damn. I like to get them. You know, that's why most of my buyers drop off at least a minimum is five G's. Right. I typically, I typically like to get at least 10,000 on my, yeah. uh, on my, uh, deposit. Right. Okay. So now listen, it doesn't matter if your assignment fee is 2000. 
Right. And the buy drop off at $10,000 non-refundable. It doesn't matter. So if you if you if your assignment fee is only 2G and the buy drop off at 10K and for whatever reason they can't can't close, guess what? Instead of making 2G, baby, you just made yourself 10G. Okay. Man, so, I, yeah, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. So 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 the key is you want the buyer to have as much skin in the game as possible. Of course. Now of course. let's talk about the double closing. So when it comes to double closing, dude, there's a couple of things you got to take in consideration, Kevin. Number mm. one is the closing cost. So right. seventy-three thousand. So let me do the let me do the math for you. So okay. seventy-three thousand. Obviously, you're gonna be like, hey, Mister Seller, we pay all the closing costs, all your fees, right? And then right. you, and then when the, when you assign it to the buyer, the buyer pay all your closing costs and all your fees, right? Yeah. So on a seventy-three thousand, typically I would say it's about three percent plus or minus. It's different in every state. But I would say about 3%. So you take 73 plus 3% plus 3%. So because so you know how much, how much, uh, what what's your total out of pocket? So 73 yeah. plus 3%. So which means you would have to pay about $2,190 in taxes, insurance, and all that. All right, to close on this property with the seller. Okay. So so 73 plus. Um, let's just say 2,200. So 73 turn four, let's just say 75 to make it even. So you know that this will be 75,000, right? Yeah. Uh, for you. So now the price, instead of being at 73,000, it's going to be at 75,000. Okay. So, okay. So the price between you and the seller now will be at 75. Now the buyer, on the other hand, the buyer pay for all your closing costs. So whatever price you agreed upon, that's the net amount that you would walk away with. Right. So in that case, what um, the original price you guys agree was set 93, right? Right. So if you take 93 minus the 75, which means you would have made 18K if you do a double closing. Right. Okay. Does, does, that, does that make sense, Kevin? Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. For those of you who's listening, I hope that makes sense to you, okay? So which means instead of making 20K, when Kevin did a double closing, he would have made eight, like right there about 18 because right. he right because he has to pay the closing cost for the seller on his part of the transaction right okay now when when the thing when you do double closing it's like small purchase like so fifty thousand seventy a hundred it's not a big amount but when you're talking about three hundred fifty thousand dollar purchase or four hundred thousand or 250 you yeah. got to understand that's three percent of whatever the purchase price is so that could be a large amount for uh, when it comes to double closing right Okay, but as long as it makes sense, then you do a double closing. Now let's talk about the double closing. So let's just say Kevin obviously don't have the, let's just say the 75 Gs. Right. So there's a company, so it depends on the title company and the attorney. Some title company, bro, and th this is where, this is, this after this, dude, you should call back your title company or your attorney, whoever did the closing for you, just mm -hmm. for the future and say, hey, if I decided to do a double closing, do I have to come in with the funds or can you can you use the end buyer's fund to fund the whole transaction? Right. If they say that they can use the end buyer's fund to fund the whole transaction, dude, you're in luck. Which means you can have zero dollar or one dollar in the bank, and and you can close on a property that worth a million bucks because gotcha. you don't have to come in with the funds. The buyer comes in with the ninety three thousand, right? The buyer comes in with the ninety three thousand. Yeah. They take that ninety three thousand. They fund the whole transaction which mm -hmm. is 73 goes to the, you know, 73 goes to the seller. 
the, you know, the closing costs, all that fee is going to come off the 93 and whatever left over, that's yeah. what you're going to walk away with. So they get, they, they'll be able to use the end buyer's fund to fund this whole transaction. So you don't have to worry about it. Okay. Now, some title company and some attorney would say, Hey, um, we can't do that. So what, what you need to do is you need to come in with your funds to close with the seller. And there's a company out there, bro. And they do this all the time. It's called transactional funding. Okay. Which means they only fund for a certain, they only fund for double closing, right? Okay. And they will, they will charge you a percentage. So you just need to calculate to see if those percentage makes sense to you or should you just lower the price with the buyer and do right. an assignment just to, just to get this done. Right. Okay. So it's called transactional funding. You guys can Google it. There's a lot of company out there that actually does it. They charge you a small percentage um, and it's all different. And what they need from you is the purchase sale agreement between you and the seller, the double closing contract between the buyer. So they want to make sure that there is a buy in place and, and, and all of that before they actually accept it. And then they will do the funding for you. Right. I mean, transactional yeah. funding, man, these guys are making a killing and they have no, they, they are protected. They have no skin in the game because they don't, basically what happened is that they, they make sure there's a buyers already locked in. Okay. So that way there's, there's, there's nothing for them at risk, right? The, right. the transaction must close for them to actually fund the transaction. So anyways, okay. um, but Kevin, does that, does that all make sense, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you, man. Good, yeah, man. Okay. I appreciate that, man. Not a problem. Not a problem, man. So, Kevin, let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. For those that are starting out, obviously, trying to get their first deal, man, what are some what are some things that you learn or some tips and feedback that you can give to the people, man? Learn how to talk on the phone. Learn how to talk on the phone. And you can learn that from Kyle. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's, the main, that's the main thing, man. Uh, and just take it one step at a time. Just take it one step at a time and you, you can find everything out. You can really find everything out on YouTube. And, and, and if you take advantage of like Kong's YouTube, uh, uh, like my, uh, my guy, uh, Luke Mendez, uh, shout, shout out to him. Um, uh, any, any, anybody it's, it's, uh, it's all out there. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, man, just learn how to talk to people. That's, that's the main thing. That's the main thing. Man, when I first started, um, when I first started, Kevin, um, you know, people, um, people never told me that because nobody talks about that. Right. Everybody talks about marketing. Everybody talks about ways to find these distressed homeowner, but right. nobody talked about, talk, nobody talks about you need, if you want to succeed in wholesaling, you need to get good at talking to sellers. If right. you want to get lucky, then just go and wing it. Right. Right. Which means you, you, which means, yes, eventually, if you don't give up, you will end up closing a deal. Yeah. But then you're going to go through this roller coaster. You close a deal one month, three months later, you can't close a deal because you just got lucky. Right. You don't know how to convert the leads into deals. Nobody told me, hey, Kong, you should spend some time, man, just to learn how to talk and negotiate. Because once you get good at that, you'll be able to get better at your conversion rate. Right. A lot of you, what you're doing is you're just winging it. And what happened is after you talk to a couple hundred people, you get all the no's, the rejection, the cuss, the hang up, you give up. Yeah. Right. Because, and, and a lot of you can't, can't sustain long enough to keep going after a thousand calls. But listen, if you get good at talking to seller, you don't have to make the thousand calls. Right. That's, so that's kind of my point. You don't have to make a thousand calls. Like, 
you know, versus someone that, that's why it took me six months, Kevin, dude, it took me six months, Kevin, when I first started, dude, it took me six months to close my first deal. And it wasn't even directly with the seller. It was actually through me just talking to realtors and putting offer on the MLS. But dude, I took massive action, dude. I call everybody on Craigslist. I call all for subway owner. I put magnet sign on my freaking 1997 Honda Accord. (laughs) And I drove that thing around. And I tried to put uh, print out business card. I did bandit sign. Like I I did, um, I did direct mail. I did cold call. Dude, I did everything that I could, man. Because I'm all about the action. Right, right. And, but when I get on the phone, dude, I suck, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know? When I get on the phone, I just suck. I even went out to meet with the seller and, and I just don't know what to say. Yeah. I didn't know how to negotiate. I didn't know what question to ask. And it just comes off very scammy, very sketchy. Yeah, definitely. definitely. You know what I'm definitely. saying? Yeah, definitely. So anything that you just get out of this, man, you, I would I would definitely put some time. I don't know if you guys want to get a script online or you want to jump on my Friday Coca hot seat. And just like Kevin said, all the info is literally on YouTube. There is no secret. All, yeah. all the info that you ever need is on YouTube. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, it's on YouTube. Okay. All of it. But all of you got to understand that it's either time over money or money over time. A lot of you, what you go hustle and put food on my own table, man. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, Kevin, how do people connect with you, bro? Uh, anywhere really at uh, TSM Kevin. Uh, K-E-V-I-N, yeah, that, that's going to be anywhere. Uh, fa- Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, that, that's going to be pretty, pretty much. I don't know if you uh, have my name on there. I see my name on, on Yeah, so, uh, so I'll, make sure, I'll make sure I'll put uh, Kevin, um, uh, you know, a link to Kevin and his contact yeah. just right below in the description yeah. for those of you who want to connect with Kevin. Now, mm-hmm. Kevin, man, I'm going to let you wrap it up, man. Any word... Any last word, inspiration, motivation, or tips, or whatever you want to say, man, wrap this up, bro. Yeah, yeah, learn, learn how to talk to people, listen to Kong, man, uh, just, just take the time, sit, sp- spend the time, lock in, get, get obsessed with it. If, if, if it's really what you want, you got you to gotta get, ups- get obsessed and, and uh, make, make whatever sacrifices that, 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 that come, and it's going to be obstacles, so it, that, I, I think that's really the business talking to people and, and learning how to maneuver around obstacles. So you, know, you just got to take it one step at a time. Awesome, man. Hey, I like that, bro. Just one day at a time. I know a lot of you, you know, maybe you have some situation financially. You have, J, you know, you have a J-O-B you got to go to. Just take it one day at a time, baby. Just, it's not about, it's not about pushing bar for 30 days yeah. and then not doing anything for six months. It's just putting in that hour a day. For, for, for the next 365 days. Man. It's just most cannot be consistent. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's consistent. It and that commitment is that's got it's it's what's gonna get you uh the results. Yeah. It's that it's and the thing is, you know, to um Kevin, I, I just think that a lot of people, what they do, man, is that they want the best of both both world at the same time. Yeah. You want to hang out with your friends, your family, your loved ones. And you all, and you also want to like, all you also want this business to succeed. I'm Man. telling you something in life. There's never something for nothing. You have to be willing to sacrifice, to give up this thing for temporary. Definitely. So you got to temporary, give up the joy, the fun, the hangout yeah. to get to the point where you can become financially free at yeah. that time. 
then you can have the pie and eat it all. Then that literally, like you, you can have the best of both worlds, but something got to give in exchange for something greater. Something, something. You know what I'm uh, saying? Like people want to, hey, my friend go to vacation. I want to go too, but I also want to do this business, right? Like yeah. so it's like something got a gift. And that's why people said to succeed, you get, like your why have to be so strong. Like your why have to be strong enough, you know, for you to, for you to discipline yourself, for you to, um, basically for you to overcome that, um, oh, uh, God, what, what's the word, man? Um, uh, like, like the vacation, the partying, what's, what's the word for you to, oh my God. I, <laughs> um is that my no we got you yeah so so anyways you know so your why have to be so much stronger yeah okay for you to let it go and i remember when i first started um you know i no party no drinking no hang out with friends yeah none of that i was just focusing and hustle and grind because i know if if i i know if i give this up today then one day i'll be able to live the life that i want Definitely, man. Definitely, and that, that's exactly what I did, man. I, I, I locked in that at them that thirty days, man. I wasn't talking to anybody, man. I was doing nothing but locking in and and listening to podcasts, watching videos, and I just obsessed about it. You got to obsess about it. Awesome. So, anyways, you guys, thank you so much for watching, Kevin. I want to say thank you so much for your time, bro. Until next time, Amen. you guys, take care and ciao. Thanks, Kevin. Hey, man. Uh. Would you also shoot me a DM on Instagram yeah. uh, with your link? And then that way I can just put in the description. Cool. I'm doing it right now. Got you, man. Awesome. Appreciate For you, For those man. of you, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, hit me up on IG. Go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G dot like a period W-T-M. And I haven't really talked this. I haven't really said this in public. But my goal for 2021 is I want to have more followers than Gary V on TikTok. Let's so go. Gary, so Gary V, Gary V, right? Because. I, cause I have no, che- listen, I, I love, well, okay, man. I, so listen, for those of you who don't know, I love Gary V. Um, he's the one who got me into the whole first starting my whole personal brand for yeah. uh, four years ago. I listened to Gary V talk about personal brand, pick up my phone the next day. Right. Started my first YouTube channel. Yeah. He's the one who got me into TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? I so I heard about it from Gary V. Boom. The next day, you know, I pick up and did my first TikTok video and it's a year from now I'm at 2.2 million followers. And Gary Vee's at 5.3. So for, so for me, like, I know, I know that there's no way I'll beat him on YouTube or Instagram. Right. Because those, those platforms are extremely hard, but I know on TikTok, I might have a chance to beat Gary Vee. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like there's a person that you look up to, right. Right, Or that you get inspired and you look up to, and now there's a chance for you to actually beat him. So Come that's on, so man. that's what so one of my goal for 2021 is to have more followers than Gary Vee on TikTok. And I believe in you, man. I believe in you. Thank you so much, you guys. Kevin, thank you so much for your time, brother. Until next time, take care, bro. Take care.